Warning, the happy ending pod shows a couple of guys with microphones on a computer consuming copious amounts of alcohol and who say anything about anyone and everything they feel like. It is all in fun and not to be taken seriously. We don't own the rights to any music playing during our broadcast. Thank you and enjoy. You will never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Just couldn't stop them. They took over a place, all streets, all homes, all towns. Lately, they've been coming out to get me. And even though they're so slow, there's just too many. I'm the only one alive. There's just no place to run. They're rotting in the sun. And I don't.
ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we'd like to welcome to the show cosplayer Karen Nicole, AZ Power Girl. Karen, welcome to the Happy Ending Pod Show. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, so, we uh, a friend of ours, a mutual Facebook acquaintance, pointed out that uh, you had a calendar coming out. And uh, and we reached out and thought we, we would like to, you know, talk to you and uh, discuss help, your... Yeah, help promote your calendar. Yeah, help promote your calendar for you. Awesome, I appreciate that. <clears throat> now, what can we expect uh, in your upcoming calendar? Okay, so first of all, I'm, I'm doing an entire Kickstarter campaign. And that means that there's stretch goals. So instead of just getting a calendar, you can get lots of different extras. So we got through... Oh, I want to say seven, maybe eight stretch goals so far. And that means that anyone that buys a calendar or any additional bundle through the Kickstarter is going to get a collector card set. That's been actually bumped up to holofoil now. So it's like your baseball cards, but they're cosplay cards. And they are holofoil. I also am doing a refrigerator magnet calendar. So, you know, you got like that, that, that fridge magnet with the big rectangle and it's got all the months on it with a picture behind it. Okay. Okay. You've got that, but it's gone from a postcard to a four by six to a five by seven. So I'm also doing at, at 20, at 2020, at $2,020, I offered a print of a fluffer girl. Because it's coming up on 2020. Okay. <laughs> so everyone's going to get that. We also got the um, the, the fourfold booklet. So there's also going to be a booklet full of inspirational messages that everyone's going to get as well. And as soon as we hit $10,000, everyone's also going to get a patch, like the kind that you put on your jacket or your bag. Okay, okay. I, so I it, it, going up from there and then so one of my favorite things that i've got for this campaign is you can order or you can get it in your in your bundle pack depending on what you choose mouse pads not just regular mouse pads you know those ergonomic ones the one with the little the little uh wrist rest yeah the wrist rest but they're the anime ones and it's got little boobies there yes yes So, (laughs) so yes i've got three different versions of that and it's a picture of you yourself. Yes, and okay. it's I've got Black Cat, Power Girl, and then a non-costume bathtub pick. Oh, okay. So you can get them as add-ons. I also have two variant covers that I'm doing, and then there's bundles where you can get just the prints of the variant covers, or you can get holofoil prints, exclusive prints. Like I've got so much in this campaign, and I love really pushing the envelope with cosplay. You know, most cosplayers just have, you know, oh, I got books or I got prints or whatever, but I've got an entire line of cosplay photo books that are kind of like artist sketchbooks, but they're cosplay. You know, I try to always take the calendars over the top. I do 13 months. Um, this calendar actually has two picks per month. Oh, okay, cool. So you get like the lingerie sex version and then you get like the regular cosplay ah, version as well. Okay. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to ask what the hell I forgot. Where did you get started? How did you get started in cosplay? Ah, the question everybody always asks. Exactly. So I, uh, so I started out in a charity group. 
doing, uh, you know, costume events for children, toys for cats, that sort of thing. And I worked with a museum. And they had created, like, the idea of having a cosplay group. And that's kind of how it got started. I still do the charity work that I can, but now it's more like donating the art and that sort of thing. Okay, okay. It seems like uh, <clears throat> a lot of museums are involved with uh, cosplay and bringing people in through superheroes and that sort of... Oh, they are now, yeah, but back that, in yeah, 20... Within the last, yeah, within the last 10 to 12 years, at least, I've yeah. seen a lot of it... Uh, I know our local does something once a year with superheroes, cosplay characters, and even like another time with Disney princess stuff. Yeah. So it makes sense to get kids in, to the museum and stuff like to see all the other stuff on top of it. Disney princess, the mouse will get you. Yeah, I, I have a thing for certain Disney princesses. <laughs> you think not allowed to use the word Disney. Because the next thing you know, you're going to have this infestation of rats and mice and stuff, you know, <laughs> with lightsabers. We own this property! Ah! You know? <laughs> yeah. Careful. It's coming after you. Oh, God. We're not concerned. <laughs> yeah, we 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 yeah we're we're pretty sure that we're out of their uh, hairs crosshairs right now. You never uh, know. I yeah, you never know. Everything is about data mining, right? Yeah. Everyone's all about data mining now. And there was a time when it was like, stay out of my business. How do you know my stuff? Now it's like, oh, why are you advertising that football team to me just because it's closest? You should be showing me the one I want. People want these companies to data mine. Now, yeah. I want to get really good about that. I want to get better. And my next big goal is instead of providing like cosplay products that people can get online, I just want to be able to go right in your head. I'm working with some psychics right now, working on that advancement, where you don't even have to try. You don't even have to think twice. I will know exactly what you want. I will put it in your brain, and the money will come right out of your account. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but I do stand up comedy. I, well, well, I was just going to say, did this just come from one of your stand ups? Yeah, there's, there's no way this could. No, I actually just pulled that out of nowhere right now. <laughs> I just made that up. But, but I do. But I think it should go into my stand up routine. Well, might as well. I mean, if, you're, uh, if your stand up is. Uh, if majority of your crowd is uh, cosplay uh, fans and based like, on comic book fans, then there you go. Well, it depends. Some of my stuff is, I, I perform everywhere. I even do family shows. I'm performing at the State Fair coming up. Um, you know, Comic-Cons. I just did an L.A. tour where I performed at lots of different kind of places. And you can't always do nerd humor because you say, who watches Star Trek? And people go, who hey, yeah. Star Trek? You get the Grey's Anatomy crowd looking at you like, oh, please. <laughs> right. It's like, do you know what the board is? Is yeah, yeah, exactly. They are. You know, is that that thing from Doctor Who? <laughs> With the RCD too? Yes. I do. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so but, yeah, I, I I do tons of different stand-up routines. I like I do adult humor, children's humor, family humor, like just the whole thing. All right, so you cover all the the genres. Just I do. You have to. You have to be really well-rounded. Because it allows you to literally talk crap to everybody. <laughs> well, I don't know Not if we're well. anybody to be considered prejudiced. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we're well rounded, but we just talk crap to everybody anyway. <laughs> what? 
equal opportunity offenders. Yes. You know, I used to think that, and I, and I love that, you know, this is the happy ending show. So I used to, like, I never had an issue with being segregated against or prejudicially, you know, seen as different because I'm female. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like, oh, do you feel because you're a woman? And I never did until I tried to get a massage past 10 o'clock at night in El Paso. <laughs> oh, I, I want to hear this story. Yeah, this warrants a story. <laughs> I'm like, I was in so much pain from, um, I toured a lot and I do a lot of driving when I tour and I carry a lot of heavy things. You know, I wish I could be that one that's like, excuse me, sir, I need you to pick this up. No, I'm carrying my own boxes, my own backdrop. I'm doing a lot of physical labor. And immediately after that, I'm wearing a pair of heels and standing on my feet for, you know, three days before I tear it all down. So I was in so much pain and I was in El Paso and I was looking for, a massage therapist and I make a phone call and you know I say you know are you open do you have anyone available she says um you're a woman yeah okay well um we only do men uh-huh. well maybe I want a happy ending I will say though <laughs> I live in Phoenix area I can go to a massage parlor and go through there you know, their black metal security door into their corridor and they will serve me. <laughs> now, I understand that massage therapists probably should not be wearing cocktail dresses. Why not? And have their <laughs> with diet Pepsi and baby oil, but I will take that massage. Wait, wait a second, all mine have. <laughs> I thought that was right, but, I thought that was uniform. Yeah, I thought that was industry standards. <laughs> you know, I think it's becoming the standard. I think that should be, I used to go to the massage school and I think that should be a thing. Yeah. Are you dressed for success? Show me the cocktail dress you're going to be wearing. Well, who would you think is going to get the bigger tip? The cocktail dress or the person looking in scrub in the <laughs> hospital scrubs? Yeah. You know, I think that they should be wearing a lab coat. And that's it? Nothing else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Now who's getting the bigger tip? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. just the tip. Justin <laughs> took me in to get this massage here, and she's in this cocktail dress, and he's laughing at me, and he's like, oh, you can get a happy ending. And the thing is, I'm like, really kind of like torn here. I'm like, well, he's offering, but is he choking? Because I might want to do this. I mean, I don't know how good she is there. That's what I was thinking. Uh, well, but then I didn't, want, I didn't want to be in that situation where it's like, okay, yeah, let's let's get this happy ending. He said so, and then he's suddenly mad at me. He's been in that relationship. Well, he's, he's like, yeah, go ahead and have sex with that girl, and then you do it, and then, well, if you don't tell me everything that happened, you cheated on me. Like, excuse me, and that was not this relationship. That was a very previous relationship. Like, no, 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 no. You did not line this up for. <laughs> so, also, she honestly was not my type. Oh, see, yeah. I'm just. <laughs> so, you know, if she had been more my type, I would think I would have been more for it. I also, you know, it's like, do I choose between the happy ending and like my back hurting? Yeah. Because then I'll just get another massage. Well, I mean, well, well, too much information. Apologize. No, it's no. it's plenty. <laughs> You're right up our alley exactly. on this show. Uh, what I was thinking was, why not just get the massage for First. like 45 minutes, and then the last 15 would have been the happy ending. <laughs> Oh, because the rule is 
that once you're done, they're done. So yeah, I mean, I guess you could do that, but I didn't think about that as high. Well, if you pay so for you, if you pay for an hour and you're. If you pay for an hour and you're done in five minutes, um, do you get a refund? <laughs> or do you get the rest yeah. of the massage? <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 now, now you're going to have me thinking about that. So, you know, thanks. I appreciate that. Hey, thanks. Can you rub my feet now? <laughs> and you know what? They will never rub my feet. Yeah, I've they actually... I agree with her that. on that. I've had massage, actual, I've had real massages, <laughs> not happy ending massages. <laughs> Air quote, real massage. And they won't go near the feet, but I'm on my feet as you are, Kara. Uh, I work in a shipping dock, so I'm walking for eight hours. And, uh, well, it, my, yeah, but yeah, you know what? I want my she feet. She had no standing on that table rubbing me with her feet. Oh, that I never had. I will say, though, for your feet, go get a pedicure. Yeah. A pedicure. A lot of men do it. I actually took my husband in to get a pedicure yesterday or the day before yesterday. Whatever. You know, when you're in this business, like days just don't even, you don't even know what day it is anymore. It's the weekend. What? Um, <laughs> and we can make an episode they, of Manny Pennies. They wanted to charge me extra to put nail polish on him. Wait, what? It's like, but, you're not, <laughs> but they weren't going to charge me extra for nail polish on me. And she got like real snippy about it. And it's like, just. We're going to do it. Yeah. Hey, okay, you. So I didn't give her a tip. And I'll be, oh, you're mean. Well, don't mess with me. Like, seriously, <laughs> I would have tipped you, but she was so rude. And I, I uh, my wife actually is a cosmetologist and had worked, uh, works for years doing pedicures and manicures. Uh, she never once offered to put nail polish on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's very sexy. That's probably because I, I, I don't black tip her. Oh, black. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, seriously, men with pedicures with black nail polish on their toes? So sexy. <laughs> well, we got an episode out it, of it. Just so you know, I don't know, have you seen, do you, have you seen my husband? Uh, yeah, the artist. Okay, yes. So most people think that I'm married to some Ken doll. I'm not. <laughs> like, they think, first of all, they think that I'm like six feet tall. And that's because I married a man who's 5'5". Five five. <laughs> and I'm 5'5". Five. And for any kind of shoe, I tower over him. Hi, down there, hello. You know, yeah. uh, you know, he's like welcoming me to Munchkin Land. You know, it's, it's wonderful because you don't have to worry about do I look him in the eye because the only thing you can see is the top of his head. You know, so no, I actually married a short, bald Mexican man, which I love him to death. I'm not a Ken doll type type of girl. Okay. I did date some Ken dolls, and I really don't like it because they are so into themselves. Yeah, yeah. And people think, oh, you know, he's so lucky. No, no, I'm an incredibly difficult person to be with. I'm very, very needy. And I need you to be paying attention to me, please, not yourself. Yeah, we know you're cute. We know you're sexy, but I'm over here. <laughs> I, I, I would have never guessed that. <laughs> really? Okay. No, just, I'm, I'm just caught off guard by the Power Girl pictures, but then the Ken dolls are being more paid attention to. By themselves, yeah, no, those men do not care. They are all about themselves, That's... and you know, yeah, no bodybuilders. Oh, women love bodybuilders. No, we hate bodybuilders. Yeah, because those are, are super so... arrogant people. Yeah, absolutely. And I dated a, um, I dated a guy who was he wasn't a bodybuilder, but he was like like that, like kind of a gym rat. Look at me, how sexy I am. He's 
so annoying. And when I was bodybuilding, the men were so into themselves. Yeah. So, you know. (laughs) It was weird. Anyway, I've just completely monopolized your time and your show. What do you want to talk about? Oh, well, we want to talk about your stuff. That's that's why we reached out to you. <laughs> I see. Well, uh, be specific. What do you want to know? What do you have? Oh, well, with uh, you promoting your your cosplay calendar and such, I'm sure your co- your uh, your cosplays have evolved a lot over the years. What was your first cosplay? Power Girl. Okay. <laughs> so you've well, you've been Arizona Power Girl for a long time, then. Yeah. So I actually chose that name. I ne- like back when I started in 2010, 2011. Cosplay as a career wasn't a thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah boot, definitely not. It's a boot were a thing, but I was just enjoying myself and having fun, and then it just started to snowball and develop, and it became a thing, and I didn't want anyone, people were like, oh, what's your Facebook? What's, you know, where are you online? And I'm like, why do you, like, why? What do you want to know? Yeah. Like, I was one of those kids that was picked on so bad that if you gave any personal information, it was used to like you. be cool to you yeah. and be mean to you. So I was very like sketchy about that sort of thing. Like, who are you? What do you want to know? Yeah, because. You know? They- and so I, right. And I didn't know. And so it was, you know, I'd gone to my first con. And so I opened up a Facebook page under, you know, they wouldn't let me do Power Girl. I'm like, all right, um, from Arizona. Fine, Arizona Power Girl. Yeah, yeah. And then it got pulled. I did the fan page. And it just kind of stuck. Okay. So, and that's actually one of my, one of my, you know, things of advice for people when I teach, because I teach about how to be a pro cosplayer. And I, I tell everybody how to avoid the mistakes I made. Mm-hmm. What to not, and that's one of them. Don't brand yourself on a character. You know, keep yourself open, you know, and make sure everything is uniform. So I am AZ Power Girl everywhere. I do have to get people that think that she's my made up character. And don't understand that this came from DC Comics. Oh wow! So, you know, whatever's clever, it works. Well, it, it, you know, it, it kind of happens for me. I just don't recommend it for uh, other people. Yeah. In researching you, I watched some uh, videos and I saw you as Domino, and I thought that was a great costume. Yeah, I, Domino was very good. Thank you. I did a beach version and I did a regular version. I did not see the beach and version. I yeah, I did. Um, they're out there. I did the beach version and the regular version, and then for Denver Comic Con one year, I did a boudoir version. Oh, okay. I did. Do, yeah, I do a bunch of stuff. Some stuff just kind of happens organically. Some stuff by accident. Domino was recommended by one of my photographer friends, and I thought, you know what? Let's see. And I just literally took a bunch of parts from other costumes, and my Superboy wig wasn't doing so well, so I caught it. To uh, go with, you know, Domino, mm-hmm. and yeah, I just kind of made it out of everything else. Talk about that in a post in one of my books, I think, too, about like this came from that, and that came from that, and that came from that, and blah blah blah. Yeah, we're looking at the beach Domino right now. <laughs> now, if you notice, I'm not carrying a weapon. Yes, and that is because I was in San Diego at a public beach. There were families and children uh, around, so no, I'm not going to carry a weapon out to, you know, a public beach. Yeah, with, it know, only with, takes one person to call the cops on you. Right, but it's also, I don't want to scare anybody. It's not necessary. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it does make sense, especially in today's climate. 
Well, how how do you deal with that at cons? Um, like when you have dads come up to you drooling, and then little girls saying, "Oh, I want to do what you do." Um, I don't get too much of that. Young young teenagers that want to do that, um, I do give them a few bits of advice, like don't ever feel uh, so desperate that you are getting naked okay. because you have been guilted into that. There's a lot of guilt, and that's something that I'm going to be talking a lot about in my next book, Confessions of the Cosplay Diva, is all the guilt. You'll get, can you send me a new pic, please? It's my birthday. Oh, Why not? Don't you like it? You'll make so much money. And the thing is, there are girls out there making eight grand a month showing their snatch, but there's also girls making nothing. Yeah. So, and then they feel bad about themselves. And I don't want anyone to ever do that or feel like they have to do this. Nobody has to be a cosplayer. There's nothing in the universe that says you have to do this. And I, so that's my big thing is never do anything that makes you feel bad. Because was, at the end of the day, you can go work at McDonald's and make yeah. more than what you're going to sell one print for to a guy that has guilted you and made you feel like garbage for a month. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I always thought, you you know, when I was going to cons, it was you dressed up for fun. You know, you dressed and up as your favorite character. Now, I I'm didn't... Glad you that up. I'm sorry? I really am. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because that's something that was used against a lot of budding uh, pro cosplayers. Oh, cosplay should just be for fun. Should art be for fun too? The artist that's drawing these paintings and drawing these, uh, you know, the characters that you love and creating their own books, should they just be doing it for fun? What about your doctor? Should he be doing it for fun because he wants to help people? Like, we all got to eat, man. Like, well, well, what kind of doctor? Any kind of doctor. Oh, okay. I was, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not saying you know that the cosplayers that are getting paid and trying to sell their their wares and stuff. I'm not saying you know they're also not, you know. But I mean, they're just the people visiting the con. No, yeah. yeah. You but know. it is something that has been brought up that you know that a lot of cosplayers for a while were shamed for asking for tips or having a booth. Or anything like that. And it's something to think about that, you know, the comic book artist, like, okay, I have a Vampirella uh, number two coming out in November. Okay. There's no difference between my cosplay cover and the art cover. Like, absolutely none other than one is a photograph and one is a drawing. Yeah. So, and I'm a colorist, so I do both. And... There's no difference. So when society says cosplay should just be for fun, like you're taking people's time, money, creativity. Man, I know a cosplayer that's hired by museums to come in and build like dinosaurs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, and yeah. I remember watching the show on Sci-Fi before they, they canceled it, which I actually enjoyed because you got to see the cosplayers working on building their costumes and, and what they went through to figure the stuff out. You did, but it, it was really sad, and I know a lot of really great cosplayers and really popular cosplayers who turned those shows down. Well, I understand that, too, because sometimes you also don't want to give away secrets, too. Um, well, it's not a secret. It's about the fact that they were pitting these people against each other. Uh, I mean, and I was watching... A competition, and that, that's nowhere near what cosplay is about. No. Cosplay Melee 
was a competition and that's cool because it was like, okay, this is what you have. This is how much time you have. Go. That was, was specifically set for that. Yes. But Heroes of Cosplay, um, a lot of people were not paid for oh. that show. A lot of people were portrayed very badly. And I know a lot of big cosplayers refused to do the show because they were pitting them against each other. Like, oh, well, we've got two weeks and we need to make a head cast. You already have a head cast. Yeah. You're not going to do that with two weeks to go. So it was really more for society's purposes. Uh, it was for entertainment parts, cast. yeah. It was reality, right. scripted reality yeah. television. Big time. Okay. And it, it hurt a lot of people. That's a shame. So it's a shame. Well... Now, I, I was fortunate enough years ago, I met Ivy Doom Kitty, I met uh, Nicole Marie Jean, Dana Baby Lou, uh, Yaya. Um, it, it seems to be, uh, some of them have, you know, gone with the, the route of the patron accounts. Mm-hmm. What, do you, uh, now, I don't know if you have one of those, I didn't research, I don't have a clue. Yeah. You, do, do. you do have do. one. Um, I do, I don't, I do not do news. Okay. Patreon does not news. Um, I do implied news. My last photo set was very sexy. It was pasties and fishnets and a lot of fun stuff, and it was based on the Area 51 raid. <laughs> um, so more people are going to go to your photo set than the actual raid. I'm sorry? I, I'm, just, I'm a huge conspiracy theorist. Okay. I Huge, huge, huge. I love it. I mean, I spent like a year and a half trying to convince people the earth was flat just because it entertained me. <laughs> <laughs> well, nowadays, that's probably not a very difficult task. Right? You'd be surprised. <laughs> Everyone thinks they're a big scientist until it comes down to telling them to not eat meat and eat a, you know, alternative version. But that's not natural. Neither are your vaccines. <laughs> what I say is just because it messes with people and yep. it's fun. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, no, a lot of people have done Patreon. And what I used to do before Patreon came out is I would do pre-sales. Like, all right, you want me to do Wonder Woman? And I put it up on my store where you could pre-order those prints. So, you know, I will do Wonder Woman. And, you know, and if you want to help support that, you can buy the prints ahead of time to help me increase my funding so that I can afford to do it. And then it turned into Patreon. I'm not rich off of Patreon. I know some people are. That's not me. I know some girls who have used Patreon and they're doing very, very well. They did go the nude route and now they're not getting invited to conventions. Well, that's what I noticed too. Some of them that are doing the nude route don't even go to the cons anymore, are not invited or are not even going there anymore. Well, they're... The cons were really tricky um, because when I started, I was actually one of the first cosplayers to go out and purchase my own space in Artist Valley. It wasn't done. Uh, back in 2012, I was in Baltimore and there were other cosplayers, but they would have a book at someone's table. Okay. You know, even back, even Ivy would have a book at someone's table and I bought my own table. I'm like, okay. I'm just like everyone else, and I, I didn't know what I was doing, and I just did it. And then other cosplayers started doing it. And then cons started saying, now let's put you in Cosplay Corner. And I hate Cosplay Corner because they shove everyone back in a corner. Yeah, yeah. Back in, like, this dark thing, you know? Mickey Mouse is running across my feet. <laughs> Sewage is falling from the ceiling. And then they say, well, 
see cosplayers don't do any good for the con. We do. There are people that go to conventions because I'm there. I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not as big as some other cosplayers, but I do have a very strong and loyal fan base that do want to go to my events. And I always offer additional things like I'll offer a stand up comedy show. I've done stand up at many conventions. Okay. Um, I'll teach more and play 101. I'll teach how to be a pro cosplayer. And that is one of the things that back in the day when I was doing like the cosplay calendar with Ivy Doom Kitty, with Tony Darling, um, you know, and Jessica Negri and all that, where, you know, I was like, hey, why don't we start teaching about how to be a pro cosplayer? And you know what they said? And not those people specifically, but lots of the girls in the community. I don't want the competition. (laughs) Thing is, I do. I want cosplay normalized and seen as legitimate. I'm tired of us being shoved off in cosplay corner. I'm tired of us being told we can't buy a booth. Or we can't buy a table. We have to buy a $2,000 booth. We don't make enough money necessarily to justify that kind of expense. Most cosplayers don't have a setup that can fit into a 10 by 10 and be filled and proper. I can't. I can do because I've done, I do art as well. Yeah. So, but I have an entire line of books. So I've done a lot more. I can fill that space. And you see, there's still a little bit of contention with cosplay. There's a lot of people, oh, I can just, they think that they can get anybody and they don't understand that there's value in certain people. Not everybody can do a how to be a pro cosplayer panel. Not everybody can do stand up comedy. Not everybody can comfortably even do a Q and A. And something that I'm sure you've seen is with the Me Too movement, a lot of cosplayers coming out saying, this person inappropriately touched mm-hmm. me. Like, bitch, he asked you. He asked you. <laughs> you said yes. It was photographed in front of 300 people. <laughs> now you're going out screaming that he did something wrong. And I have a huge problem with that. And I would never victim blame, but I want people to be a lot more honest with themselves. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm done ranting, you can talk. <laughs> Well, I'm glad we, we, I'm glad you got that all out there. I, uh, I, I'd hate for you to hold anything on your, um, uh, not get everything off the chest. <laughs> you know, I'm an artist, so uh, I don't have therapy. My insurance only covers prayer. That's why we do the show, because we can't afford therapy. <laughs> so much sense, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> normally, um, normally we record on Friday nights, and normally about a half hour in right now. Normally, we're probably two beers into it. Um, so Only two? Yeah, well, we, okay, once we start recording, so in that half hour, two beers. Warm-up, probably yeah, about three, four, five. There's pre-game. There's pre-game, yeah. We call them production <laughs> meetings. Yes. Yeah. What and, kind of beer? Uh, we, we drink everything. We drink uh, craft beer all over the board. We like basically tasting beers we haven't had before, and then we do a quick review at the beginning of our episodes. Oh, that's awesome! So yeah, if you go back, well, I want uh, you to do me we, a favor. I'm sorry. And I want you to, I want you to do me a favor, and I want you to try my personal favorite creation, and it is PBR with like a heavy splash of orange juice. PBR with OJ. Yep. Wow, that one's going to be tough. It's good. <laughs> it's good. I'm telling you, it's good. You made that. I mean. No, 
I kind of invented that. Originally, it was a peach beer, and if you can find a peach beer with the OJ, it is like to die. But when you drink a lot of them, it gets expensive, so we move to PBR. Okay, okay. Do you have a name for it? No, but you know what? You should try it and come up with a name. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's going to be like the, the Power Girl. You know that. Yippee. <laughs> and uh, I want to, I'd like to actually, I was looking into sponsorships with PBR, like, They'll give you like a case of beer if you know, as like if you're they sponsor you. What? Oh, yeah, we've been like, trying that with uh, like Founders Brewery and uh, Southern, Southern Tier. Tier. Yeah, we haven't gotten very far. No, they kind of <laughs> listen to us and say thanks for the review, and then the rest of your show is shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sucks. So we'll, yeah, well, the rest of your beer is shit. Yeah, what we'll do is we'll we'll pick up uh, some PBR. And some orange juice, and we will uh, try that and review it bef- for this episode. Perfect, perfect. And if it's possible, drink it out of a mason jar. Oh, I, 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 is that how you do it? You pour it into a mason jar? Yes, because I don't have glasses. Oh, okay. So that just makes it more authentic. Well, you also get more beer in a mason jar. I don't know if I can handle that much PBR. Well, I, <laughs> I got a, I got a beer mug at home that can hold three and a half cans or bottles. All right, I need a picture of that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can say I got one that can hold that. Uh, the Amazon link. Yeah, you got to growl. I'll put it on my wish list. Yeah, yeah, I have a, I have a double a double deuce bottle uh, mug that'll hold twenty two ounces. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you have any other? I know See, you. Had I a, can fit twenty two. You can fit where? I can fit twenty two. I can fit twenty two in a mason jar. Oh, okay. Okay, that's a good mason jar then. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not what else. I know. You get the big one. Yeah, yeah, I'll say. I mean, I have mason jars. I don't think I have a 22-ounce mason jar. I'll need, I, I got pictures, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pictures working. <laughs> so, Bob, go ahead. You, I know you still have some more All questions right. here. Um, so, obviously, um, you're known for Power Girl. Would you say that is your favorite or best cosplay? Most people would say that. Um, well, how about you? I, well... I'm the most comfortable in it. That's kind of my my home character. Uh, my my I feel more comfortable, but I love doing horror. I love my Jason from Friday the Thirteenth because I get to carry a machete and stab people. Um, I really enjoy that. Anytime I'm a zombie, I love that too. But nobody wants to buy those prints because it's never like, oh look, I'm a sexy zombie. It's like oozing disgusting, you know, nasty. <laughs> Zombie, and um, I remember I did that once for a convention, and it took like five hours to put this makeup on, oh, no. and it was prosthetic, the whole whole shebang. And you know, people that normally would hug me and say hi, nobody would touch me. So <laughs> I made it a point to start hitting on people because <laughs> all these people that say that they like you for your personality, this is your opportunity to prove it. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, there was one guy that bit. <laughs> wait, wait. Was there? Was it sexy zombie? But you were just covered in blood and ick. No, it was gross. It was grotesque. It was actually Power Girl as a zombie, but and I had like this big gooey like bite mark on my cleavage. But the face, I had this prosthetic face mask thing, which is like oozing, melting, disgusting. Like this is rotting. This was not sexy zombie look. I just turned. This was like. I could lose a chunk of my face at any moment. Oh, so like the... Okay. Oh. 
All right, so we are. It was like Walking Dead season, you know, twenty down the line. <laughs> oh, don't even go that far into Walking Dead with us. We've had that discussion that the uh, zombie apocalypse in Atlanta, Georgia, would have ended after two summers. <laughs> You know, I've had a lot of those conversations oh. as well, and I love them, and I agree with you. I think that, first of all, how come when people turn, like, rigor mortis is going to hit yeah. in, like, three hours. Yeah. And then you got some time to get away. Yeah. Burn them all. Like, I think rigor mortis should hit. Yeah. It stops. Ah! Yeah, it's instantaneously. Yeah. <laughs> um, right? And then also there's no digestive tracts. So if you go back to the original, like, concepts behind it, it was actually like more of a political discussion about consumerism. And I love that. And I think we've gotten a lot past that into like the more horror realm. But the idea was that they keep eating and eating and eating and there's no digestive tract and their bodies are supposed to expand and expand until they explode. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of skinny zombies. Right. Well, well you actually, you see that when the, the one eats Lori, right? Right after she gives birth. Oh yeah. That's Rick right. finds the, the walker that ate her. Ate her entire body, he and he's the sitting hills. there with—he can't move, and he's got a beer in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually are looking at your uh, Power Girl zombie. That is insane. That is a great yep. freaking cosplay. I, I and I got to be honest, I'd give you five and shake your hand, but yeah, I'd be afraid to hug it. <laughs> that is amazing makeup job. Thank you. It took like two hours to get off, and the wa- the hot water. I was like in a cold shower, Bite you it. know, just still trying to do off at some point. Wow, the eye sockets. I love them. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. You can understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> you need a side by side shot of those two. I'm willing to do lots of different things. You know, you talked about my cosplay standing. Um, one of the things that I did that I really enjoyed was my demon from Kiss. Okay. Kiss. And that that was one that just kind of came out by accident. Because everyone always has that conversation about Gene Simmons' tongue. And it's uh-huh. like, oh, he cut it or this. And it's like, you know what? That's an angle thing. I can do that. Yeah. And so then I put on the makeup and we had just shot some promo work for for someone and we already had everything and then it turned into what do i have in my closet and what wigs do i have and it turned into a whole photo set and it just really i would like to i'd like to expand on it and get more costume pieces for it but it was just really it did very very well Kind of an accidental costume. It looks great. His his stay I, with if you got the cape and the boots with you know because he has all that stuff when he's on stage with that outfit. But yeah, the, exactly. That looks amazing. It looks pretty good. I, I, the tongue doesn't look much different. Did you borrow his? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean I just zombied it right out of his mouth. <laughs> he just pulled on it. Um, well, real quick, how did you get into stand up comedy? So. It's funny, I actually did my first show before I ever even did an open mic. A buddy of mine was interested in it, and I kind of nudged him, badgered him, and, you know, womaned him into doing it. And I like that there was no reaction on the woman him. I laughed, but the <laughs> mic may have not picked it up. No, 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 no. I heard it, and I said nothing new. Uh. <laughs> uh, and um, 
So he ended up, he started doing open mics and whatnot. And then he had put on a show at a convention and I'd gotten into that. And he said, hey, like three of my comics didn't show. You had been talking about wanting to do it. Do you want to do it? And he said it was PG-13. So I said, no, because I was afraid I was going to swear. Yeah, That yeah. was my biggest stuff that I was going to swear. And so I was like, fine, I'll do it. And I did it. And it was great. And then I did an open mic after that. You can actually find my first open mic on YouTube. And that was like really my second time ever doing stand-up. But I've also been doing a lot of stand-up in my costume contest that I've hosted. Okay. I already had a lot of the, like, the mannerisms and, like, you know, that idea behind it. There's been times where it's like, oh, look, we're going to go deliberate. And they'll literally leave me there for an hour to hold a crowd, which is absurd and should never happen. Yeah. And it's like, hey, we're going to deliberate. And, you know, and I'm just left with no halftime show or anything. And I got to hold this crowd for this extensive period of time. So I kind of learned a lot from that. And I enjoy it. A lot of it is therapeutic. And... You know, the cons seem to like it, the fans like it, and it gives me a chance to kind of express myself in a different way. What's the uh, biggest venue comedy, like comedy store, or what's the biggest, uh, uh, what's well, the... Well, I, I haven't done, like, the improv or anything. Uh, no. um, I don't, because, you know, there's people that are like, oh, there's Bringer Show. You know what a Bringer Show is? No. you got to bring people. Oh. That's right. You do. So a bringer show is, okay, we're going to have this and we're going to let you get on stage and perform, but you have to bring 10 people. Oh. Now, if you have that as like the first time you're at the improv and you're in the improv, you know, in 2019 and then 2022 comes around and you haven't done any big venue spent, who are you? Yeah. Did you really earn improv? Thought you didn't. So I don't want that. Um, I've done mostly smaller venues. The biggest show I would have to say I've ever done was probably um, Planet Comic Con in Kansas City. And Lisa Correo from Nickelodeon, she hosted that, and that was her show, and it was very cool, and I'm hoping to get on it again this year. Well, next year. So I was on that this year. Um, And that was a good, that was a good size. I mean, it was during the costume contest, so I think that that affected the turnout, but it was pretty decent. And then I sold out a few small venues here in Arizona. I've actually performed less in my area than I have out of area. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Yeah, with your touring and stuff. Not officially a comic show, but I've, like I said, I've done costume contests that I've hosted and had to do a lot of that, and that ended up, you know, those were pretty decent auditoriums in Albuquerque, and um, mostly Albuquerque. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's kind of where I've ended up, El Paso, Albuquerque, El Paso, you know, those kind of areas. Um, do you mind if we ask about your run for office? Sure, go for it. What do you want to know? What? Uh, why did you decide what, yeah, to do it? What prompted that? Okay, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the first honest politician we've ever talked to. I, I don't know how you didn't win. <laughs> well, so I had some friends. I met our I met our house rep one year at an event, 
And we ended up talking and chatting. And then I've been doing legislative work for quite a few years in uh, family law reform. Okay. And I've gone and I've spoken in front of the legislature. I have stopped some heinous bills from passing. And I've also created some bills that were good for us and that did pass. And so I started getting to know some of the people and a couple of friends of mine from a different district. Like, wouldn't it be funny if you ran as, as a third party? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that'd be really funny. And then the next <laughs> thing you know, I'm signing up. And I, okay, so my thought was, people always say, I just want a choice. I just want to be able to, you know, have someone else to vote for besides the status quo. And you know what? Fine. I'll give you that yeah. third part option. And guess what? They still you voted didn't for status quo. Yeah. Yeah. They still voted for status quo. Yeah. 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 They did. And that's the thing. You notice with the presidency, this is what's really fascinating to me. With the presidency situation, people will vote for the lesser of two evils mm-hmm. when there are only In my election and in an election near mine, I was the only third-party candidate. There was one Republican and two Democrats. There were two seats available. So you would think that the Republicans would vote for me just because it would take a seat away from the Democrats. And you know what? Most of them did not do that. Oh, my God. They would have done it if it was the president. But they didn't do it in yeah. their own community. And in, in a neighboring community, the uh, the party that had not been in control, where there was one candidate and a third party, guess what? They voted in their, their non-standard for that area and then left the third party in the lurch and gave the seat to the opposing party. <laughs> like, nobody told you. And here's the thing. I have the Republican endorsing me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Politics in America. Yeah. You look at the letters. And if you really want some change in this country, people always talk about, oh, we have to do this. One simple thing to start the ball rolling. Remove the party from the ballot. Yep. You, yep. Put it, you can even put it in the booklet. But you shouldn't. Remove any indication of party from yeah. the ballot. Yeah. It, it, and then... Change. Yeah, I agree. Primaries, obviously, because in the primary, you're only voting for your party anyway, and that's fine. But I, when it comes to the final thing, no, I don't want to see an R, a D, an I, a G, yeah. nothing. Yeah, I can't even vote for party during the primaries. I'm independent. Oh. <laughs> well, and have you noticed that they treat independence like a party? Yeah, but I can't vote for anybody. Does that make any sense? Right. <laughs> you can't. No, you can request. Yes, yes. Oh. You can request a ballot party that you would like to vote in in the uh, in the uh, primary. Oh, okay. How do I do that? But you just go into the system and say, "Hey, I want to vote for. I want. I want a ballot for the Democrats, Republicans, whatever." Okay. But the thing is, is maybe you like a Democrat over here and a Republican over there and a Green Party guy over there and. A libertarian over there. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. So that's where it comes into you can choose or you can change your uh, party and then change it back. But with independence, so where I live, you have to get signatures to get on the ballot. And your signature count is based on the amount of people that are in your party in your area. So where I was at when I ran, the Republicans had to get like 250 signatures, the Democrats had to get like 200 and 
90 signatures and the Greens had to get like 30 signatures. The Independents, however, had to get 1,500 signatures. Oh, Tell me how that's in- What the hell? Because they're treated like a party. <laughs> well, those are, those are all independent. But an independent means you could be your own individual thing yeah. and not believe what they believe. So you should actually be able to have as many independents as you want because you are essentially your own party and you are the only member in it. Now, that could affect things negatively because if you were to say you only have to have one signature and that's your own, you have to be a registered voter. Yes. You know, you can run for office as a felon with no voting rights. Wow. <laughs> so, you can, you can say that what that's doing is it's keeping felons out of the ability to run and represent themselves because they can't vote. And if they only have to have one signature, which would be their own, then they wouldn't be able to do it. But it would still be such a small thing that I could see it pretty much just being used as an excuse mm-hmm. to not recognize exactly what i just said yeah oh my god gotta love politics so, yeah, i was gonna say the more i hear the even right? more i get annoyed <laughs> right so i went on and my thought was i'll just put my name on the ballot and i'm not gonna do anything it's stupid no one's gonna vote for me but then it's like the senator calls me the next morning i was in my car in a costume you know at a comic book store going in for an event so uh Kara, are you running and i'm like uh because he knew me, and the Democrats thought that I was a plant by the Republicans. Uh, because because the thing, that's what they do. And so I ended up with the next day, the big local political guru from the news. He's like, I want an interview. I don't care where. I don't care when. I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So I meet him at the comic book store. <laughs> God, tell me you were a cosplay. Oh, my God. Because he knew I was a cosplayer. What other Green Party candidate is going to get an interview from the big shot? Nobody gives a crap. <laughs> if I had been anybody else, no one would give a shit. But because I'm me, he wants it. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I know what he wants. So I cherry pick the prince. I bring in prince. I bring him a book. I brought in my magic card because I was on one magic card at that time. I'm now on two. Um, and so I cherry pick these things. I meet him at the comic book store because I know that there's room for the camera crew. I'm supporting my comic for the community, and it's air-conditioned because it's a 1,000 degrees in Arizona, <laughs> and I want him at my <clears throat> So he asked me these questions, and he says, some people would say this is porn. Oh. And I'm like, okay, here we go. I'm going to make you look real stupid. And I didn't say that, but I'm like, come with me. And I walk over to the shelf. And I pick up a Wonder Woman, and I pull out my Wonder Woman print, and I'm like, do you see how these are pretty much exactly the same? And he cut that whole porn thing from his interview. But they really tried to make me look stupid. It's like, of all the stupid assholes out there running for office, why you got to pick on me? Because you're different. Right. And so then they had me on the news. They're like, we want you to come down to the station. And so, I mean, I wore a turtleneck with no boob window. (laughs) <laughs> and I wore pants and boots. Like, the only thing showing was from my upper neck up and, like, my sleeves down. And they and they tried to do things like, well, if you win, are you going to quit cosplay? And I said, does Obama still play golf? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm like, it's a part-time joke. Legislature 
year and is only in session for 11 weeks. Ugh. Like, like, did you ask this guy over here that's a senator that works at the grocery store if he's going to quit his job bagging groceries? No, it's simple. <laughs> you know, and I handled it so well. I am very proud of myself because I'm a big old loud mouth, as you can tell. And I bit my tongue and I handled it really well. And he's like, wow. Some of these pictures, yeah, yeah. And I said, you know, Governor Schwarzenegger was actually the first bodybuilder to uh, be seen nude online. That's right. Well, yeah. like, screech, screech, screech some more. Go for it. Have fun with that. Well, and I'm like, you know what? I'm honest. Yeah. I tell everybody exactly what I do. I expose myself. I put myself out there. What I do for a living is out there. Um, you know, every single thing I do is public. Why don't you ask my competitors what they do for a living? Where do they make their money? Yeah, it's interesting you say that because uh, when I was researching your your political run, and I'm glad you got into the uh, how you were treated differently or at least questioned differently, is I did find an article by the Phoenix New Times. Oh yes, I love that one. I'm glad you brought it up. And uh, <laughs> I now I'll be interested to hear why you love it, but personally, without knowing anything about you. Uh, and reading the article, it seemed like a somewhat subtle but not very subtle attempt at hatchet job. You think? No. Not the new time. Yeah, because the, the one quote is her bust-forward approach. Oh, Jesus. Like, would you have said that about a male, uh, a male candidate? Fuck no. But because you're you, they use that. So they wouldn't say his hard rod forward approach. <laughs> no. No, okay. No, oh, and, and yeah, Look at the of me oh, absolutely. oh yeah we did yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah there's the one of you in the sand it's like photo left in cosplay photo right no clothes it's like yeah thanks copernicus i couldn't figure out which was which <laughs> and for these listeners out there this was an implied nude shoot on the beach i was literally naked covered in sand in certain parts that was a horrible experience on his uh, on its own Just for different reasons. Yeah, sand goes everywhere. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Mexico, and I was like, "Why does this sand feel weird?" And I learned that it was sewage. Oh, oh no! Wow. I know. I just ruined it for you. So it's a sexy Is shoot, that... but I paid for that one. Yeah. Um, oh, so uh, that so, anyway. so that sewage you're rubbing on yourself. Yes. Oh my I god! I did not know that. Yeah, su- uh, photo left filing for candidacy. Photo right, no clothes. That's <laughs> like, yeah, thanks, asshole. I didn't know. Yeah, that that whole article just stunk. So did her mm-hmm. shoe. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna be you did it right on. Uh, so yeah, the thing is though, they were endorsing my competitor. Oh, Wait, oh but yeah. it's the news. They're supposed to be unbiased. <laughs> I've done more positive legislative work as a civilian than those people I lost to ever did in office. Yeah. Jesus. So, well, 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 she's over here trying to have, you know, tampons be given out to inmates in a place where you can't do that because of safety reasons. I'm over here passing bills that make it to where little Timmy doesn't get exposed or suspended from second grade for taking his friggin' teddy bear to school. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I passed that. Uh, that was my bill. Yeah. So that children of divorced homes and homeless children can take personal items from one place to another to school without being penalized. Insta- instead um, of a therapy animal or whatever they call the... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Companion. They, com- yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Well, it's 
it's more for transitioning when children go from one home to other. Well, I, to I understand home. that. Yeah, they have something that actually belongs to them, and I don't see why they wouldn't be allowed to take it. To, that's insane. At that age, why not? Yeah, yeah. Because it's considered a toy, and they would get in trouble. So, yeah, you know, uh, I worked with the education, and we passed that bill. Good, um, but, good for you. like I said, I spend more as a civilian than they ever did in office. And You know what I think the problem was? I think you were too honest, too open, and I think a lot of old farts... Which is who politicians are made up of. Yeah, and who they get catered to. Old farts like to hear, be lied to, and, and told what they want to hear, and not actually the truth. expect the truth. My competitors are not old folks. Okay. They're young people. Well, the and old folks that voted for them. No, it's because they're Democrats. Oh. And that's all it was. So the Arizona Republic was actually worse than the New Times. The Arizona Republic trashed me online. Oh, my. Or, and, you know, and in their newspaper. Here's the thing. They paid me three times what they paid every other model to work their damn booth that weekend. <laughs> and then they trashed you. And then they trashed me politically. Oh. You know, like I had, it was so weird. Like I had, I was interviewed by every news station. Yeah. There were people at the convention from the local news stations interviewing me for that. And you know what? People are like, she looks like she has crazy eyes. No shit. I was wearing purple contact lenses. I'm at Comic-Con. Oh my God. <laughs> it's stupid. But I got a lot of people with the news trashing me. They were like, how dare you talk to her like that? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You know? And I had a lot of support, and I encouraged a lot of people to get involved with their local politics. So, yeah, I didn't win the election. I can run again. My competitors paid people to steal my signs and piss on them. Oh, my. I'm kidding. Um, so it's like, you know what? You're disgusting people. It's like an episode of Shameless when Frank steals all the signs. Yeah. Yes. I'm a huge Yeah, for the pedophile. <laughs> well, it is a politician. So. Yeah, it's true too. It's, uh, oh, man, an old, an old white, an guy. old white man. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um. Wow. That so, is- uh, have you thought about running again? Yeah, but I moved, and you have to live in your district for a certain amount of time. Oh, I'm oh. also kind of biting my time because where I live, only one party will win. Like, if you're anything other than that party, you're not going to win. So I'm kind of watching and waiting. You have to have the right name and the right party if you want to win. Nobody actually cares. Like, they can put me on every billboard and say whatever they want. People are going to look at that letter on the ballot, and that's what they're going to vote on. Yeah, yeah, So, I mean, my last name is Trujillo. So people see that. And that was actually really funny because I had people, is Trujillo your real name? I showed you a picture of the ballot. Oh. Like, what do you think? So, um, you know, I will wait and watch and see when the people in my district, like, can't, because we have um, limits, we have term limits here. Yeah. And, you know, we'll I'll see what happens. It's like, go ahead, run through your term limit, and then I'll run. I mean, and the advantage that I have is that I'm female as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, the people that see me are not necessarily going to associate me with the name on the ballot because they don't. There will be people that will support me. There will be people that will be hardcore against me. But who do you vote for when there's no other name on the ballot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
You should move here so we can vote for so, you. <laughs> I got a lot of that, and I learned so much from my run. It was weird. I was getting people from all over the world, and you know, like there were articles about me in Vietnamese and French, and wow. I had a local news station in Florida put me on their news, and they're talking about, well, let's see if anyone would vote for you. It's like, dude, I'm in Arizona. You couldn't vote for me. Yeah. And I learned. I learned how stupid and uneducated people are. <laughs> you teams and Wi-Fi. Why the freaking crap would you ask me such a stupid random question that has nothing to do with anything that this position would entail? Oh, because you heard a candidate say something, listens to part of it, and they're in the same party as me, so now you're going to ask me this big-ass question that makes no sense. Right. And then tell me you're a doctor and I'm wrong. <laughs> you know what? When I to my doctor and ask what's wrong with my transmission, they said, go to an expert in that. But everyone puts their doctor on pedestal that they can do everything you know it's like no that's not how this works yeah. and it was so stupid it, and that's the kind of shit i would get and it just became very frustrating um you know when i would get people like oh i'm from bulgaria and what do you feel about what are you going to do about open borders i'm like go out your congressman i'm running for state legislature oh my god <laughs> you know like that has nothing to do with it also like you clearly left that country <laughs> Why don't you run? <laughs> you know, like, I, I just, I have, it, it, it was like, I needed, I need a couple of years just to get the infuriation out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and so when I talked about, people asked about school, we have a lot of school issues. So we pay, our state pays a lot of private organizations to set up shops in after school programs and before school programs. So we're giving state money to private companies who say, your children don't learn enough in school, so I'll teach them after school. Why don't we just have the school day be an hour longer, go year-round, and pay our teachers? Because that's what they went to school for, and they don't really want to go be bartenders in the summer. But they have to because they only work 181 days because that's all we're allotted. Let's increase the school day. Your kids are there anyway, and let's increase the school year because they're not at home being with their families, having you know, educational comfort family time. They're in friggin' day camp or summer camp that the taxpayers are paying for anyway. It's cheaper just to keep the schools going yeah. and pay the damn teachers. It makes more sense. They spend three months at the beginning of the school year trying to re-educate the kids from all this time off they took. Stop that. Just have them go to school year-round. Wow. Now I'm indoctrinating our children. And, yeah. Of course, a lot of it was the libertarians that had a problem with me. It's like, really? You realize the libertarian problem around here is you guys are arguing over the idea that there should not be an age of consent. And some of you are even saying 10 years old is old enough to consent. Oh, oh should... wow. Yeah. See, what you need to do there is uh, gather up all those people that support that and put their name on a list. Eh, then we have proof. We should just go beat the crap out of them. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't thinking of beating, but sure. <laughs> oh, he was thinking of the quick ending. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, a, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. We don't want to prove. Yeah, like, uh, you think 10, 10 years old is long enough here? Step in front of this ditch. <laughs> you mind standing right over here, sir? Never mind the racking sound. <laughs> I'm not a libertarian, but I do agree with some of their ideas. Not that one. Um, I really... I was a huge Gary Johnson fan, 
and I try not to talk too much politics, but this is kind of from a personal, like, this is my experience, loved Johnson, because seriously, did you see that when Gary Johnson, when the, he was in this interview, and they're like, look at marijuana, causes heart attacks, and he grabs his chest, falls to the floor. Uh, no, you don't think that was... I thought it was hilarious. Oh, wait, wait. He, okay. Oh, so that was it. Oh, okay. All right, so somebody said that to him, and then he did it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, so he basically admitted to smoking marijuana, and then he had a heart attack right then. I got it. I was, I was a little slow in that intake. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a huge proponent of legalized cannabis. Okay. Which I am, too. I agree. I like, yeah. why do we give our money overseas? And to other countries, why don't we keep the tax dollars here? Yeah, that's what I don't get. Uh, you know, there's so much to be made off of it and, and, and could help so many people and besides the point with money, but also medical issues. Yes. What the fuck are we not legalizing it, taxing it and putting that money where you know, people are still trying to take out of my paychecks and well, everything else? You're paying for the prison. You're yeah. paying for prison so people go to prison and they're just smoking weed. And then they're like, oh, but I've seen people become lazy and useless. I've seen people beat the shit out of their wives while they're drunk. Yeah. Nobody yeah. ever beats the crap out of someone where they're high. All they're going to do is spend more money to Taco Bell. You realize how Postmates, that's going to be like the biggest, most sought after employment opportunity if weed became legal. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be a post. Or I'm going to make a million dollars. And they will. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm so high. But I don't want to go anywhere. You can go off and I'm going to get some Ben and Jerry's and some Doritos. And you know what else? And Funyuns. Some Mountain Dew. Lots, of, lots of Funyuns. <laughs> yeah, let's just Funyuns too. And let's order a pizza. Yeah, restaurants are going to start opening 24 hours. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Everybody. And there's going to be less people driving. <laughs> yes. Or at least at high speeds. Yeah. I'm, going, I'm going too fast. We're only doing 30. Miles an hour. <laughs> Watching intently as they drive, yeah. not listening to the video or talking or texting. <laughs> oh, we should require this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, real quick, let me ask you, Does is uh, Martin Luther King Day a, a holiday in Arizona? Um, It's called Civil Rights Day. Okay. Just and to, it uh, is a holiday here. Okay. I was just curious because I know, uh, you know years back, was 90s? There was a big issue about that, so I hadn't heard. They just call it Civil Rights Day. Oh, and no, no, Columbus Day has been turned into Indigenous Peoples Day, which is interesting because nobody cares. When it was Columbus Day, they cared, and it's not that they care; they don't care about Indigenous people. They care about the day off of work. That, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't get Columbus Day off, and the, they honestly don't care about the Indigenous people either. Let's be honest. Yeah, history has shown nobody cares about them. Nobody cared about Christopher Columbus either. I care. Italians did. On, <laughs> on Columbus Day, I decorate my tree by hanging indigenous people from it. <laughs> Crickets. I know. You know apparently, you do not like that joke. Hello? I'm going to have to listen to podcasts so that I know what's going on. Oh, yeah. You, you missed my joke. It's okay. <laughs> I made okay, a, I'll listen to it later. I made a joke about decorating my Columbus tree with Indians. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm glad she's a good sport. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. So what you do is you say that you want to decorate your Columbus tree with engines, and then 
you put a picture of a tree with a bunch of little engines on it. Oh yeah, well, yeah, or trains, yeah, yeah. <laughs> trains, yeah, yeah, it's a train. Oh, All the God. trains are red though. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, and somebody's crying on their way to them. Bad. All right, can we let's stop with the Indian jokes? This is not right. Okay. Well, well, it's only gonna get worse. Okay. I hope we didn't lose her again. No, 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 no. I'm listening. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm intently listening. She um, might run for office. She's got to be careful what she says. I, well, yeah, so, <laughs> so, somehow our show will come back. Say, it only matters what letters next to my name on the ballot for all that matters. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. I don't, Terrible. I don't understand why they're giving you a hard time for your cosplay. Look what our uh, our first lady had done in the past. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. I didn't vote for them, but I'm still <laughs> fine with it. I didn't vote for the other one either. Um, <laughs> to each their own. Yeah. It didn't hurt nobody. No. Yeah. It, it just whatever. Well, and that's the thing is, I'm honest about it. Yeah. I'm honest about it. And the thing is, is when I did all of that, I had no intention of running, and now I don't care. It's a part of my life. Um. I'm actually very much for like legalized prostitution and appropriate sex work. My thing is when I teach about that kind of thing, do your taxes. That's the biggest thing. Um, I think that people don't like it because they feel like those people are sidestepping things like taxes. I mean, look at Heidi Fleiss. Why did Heidi Fleiss go to prison? Not for selling women, not paying taxes. That's what it's about. And if we have these things monitored, we're going to have a cleaner, safer environment, right. and we're going to have appropriate taxes taken out for those things. <laughs> That's all the government cares about, getting their share. Pretty much. you got to look at the government like the godfather. Oh, yeah. If you're running a house of ill repute, you got to pay up. you got to pay your That's tribute. what your taxes are. Yep. you got to, yeah. So. <laughs> so the United States government is just a large form of the mob. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, I was going to say since we're having technical difficulties and we've we've uh, taken a lot of your time up here, um, anything else you wanted to throw out there for before you know we let you go and uh, your what, more sites, any accounts you want people to find you at, follow. Yes, uh, check me out on patreon.com slash az power girl. I'm on YouTube at youtube.com slash az power girl. I do a lot of unboxing videos and that sort of thing. Um, I don't do a bunch of fancy stuff. I don't watch what I post, and I don't edit. You're just getting a real glimpse into my actual life, the stuff I'm opening, and all of the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth. Uh, so, you know, there's no fancy white twinkle lights with a $300 vacuum cleaner. You're just getting me in my environment talking. Uh, so check me out there. Subscribe. And, hey, check out my calendar campaign. So... You know, we talked a little bit about nudity. Because I'm getting so much pressure for it, it's put your money where your mouth is. If I hit $20,000, every single person that has ordered a physical reward from that campaign will receive one fully nude, not implied, actual nude print. This will not be digital. It will not be a digital photo set. You're getting it in the mail with your stuff. There you go, folks. How can you not want to get that? Exactly. To get that target. Jesus. Thank you very much. We love talking to you. We yes, learned a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we, we, very insightful. Um, I, I think all our bases are covered. I believe so. Folks, go follow this young lady, uh, Kara Nicole, Arizona Power, AZ, AZ Power, Power Girl. Girl. Yeah, she's awesome. Kara, thank you very much for being with us today.
I can't believe we lost her. Oh my god. <laughs> I was just I was letting you get the last word because it's your show. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh really? no. Yeah, no, I, I, we're, we're, we're thanking you for being with us today. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I had a great time. I'd love to do it again. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. I, I, we, we, we'll, get, we'll promote you when you're running. We'll hashtag the shit out of Arizona. <laughs> she won't answer our calls then. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kara. Thank you, Carol. Now we're, uh, yes, thank you. We are going to try the Pabst Blue Ribbon and OJ. Concoction. i got to be honest, I don't think I've ever had Pabst Blue Ribbon. I've had it. If I've had it, it was long ago. I've had it a bunch of times in the last couple of years due to certain unsavory people I used to hang out with. No. Oh. But uh, it's all right. Okay. It's, it's nothing to write home about. It's, it's definitely far from uh, <laughs> what we drink. Is it better than Budweiser, Michelob? Eh? Uh, is it? It's become like the hipster beer. It has been. And yes. that's what. Uh, it's, well, look at the label. It's been revitalized. Well, do you want to read the label before we start drinking? Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a proper uh, first B three three B. A first ever B three three B request. Yes, that's right. right. This evening, we'll be partaking in Pap's Blue Ribbon beer. <laughs> Go ahead. I'll read the OJ then. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, so there's no description on about the beer. There's lots of words at the bottom. Yeah, it's, it's something for the Sound Society. Oh, uh, it doesn't say anything about how good the beer. Is. It's a cool looking can, though. I'll give you that. That's. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not your normal Paps can. It's got you know, <laughs> art of singing and since 1844. Wow. Yeah. That can's been around a long time. Yes, it has. <laughs> uh, so there's no description. So is our silence. <laughs> so there's no description about the beer. Uh, but all I can say is that it wasn't always called Paps Blue Ribbon. It was just Paps at one point. It actually did win a Blue Ribbon. And that, yeah, that's why. I didn't yes. know that. Yes. Yes. So That's enough it, history. Eat it, Budweiser. Yeah. Where's your ribbon? Yeah, I don't know who makes this currently. I don't know. Uh, PBR is owned by somebody else. Yeah, it's probably some Japanese corporation. No, it's owned uh, by. Well, it might be, but it's owned by like uh, Anheuser or some or Miller. Oh, some, really? One of them owns it now. Because a couple months ago, there was a big stink that they might actually stop making it well, that, because yeah. it wasn't worth whoever brews it to brew it as uh, PBR anymore. Well, that sucks. Yeah, but uh, I, mean, I think that, like you said, in the last five years or so, the hipsters. Have yeah, the hipsters have kept. They, yeah, they yeah. adopted it. Yeah. For sure. Which, so. yeah, go figure. Yeah, what a shot. They know everything. Yep. So, now... Do you think... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, no. Work, because no. I was going to go so off no, subject. you, you got to go read your label. Oh, yes. And, uh, we, so, the second half of this class, B33B. Karen Nicole has instructed us, um, it's Paps Blue Ribbon in a mason jar with a splash of... Orange juice. Yes. And well, today, kind of orange juice. Today we are drinking Tropicana Pour Premium. No pulp, calcium, plus vitamin D. 100% orange juice. Um, as much calcium as a glass of milk. Oh. <laughs> we're in we're this, strengthening our bones. Yes, we are. Um, <laughs> all, all I can say is thank God it's no pulp. Oh, this I know. so bad. I like pulp. Uh, this is I not... I can tolerate it, but in beer too. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Now, there's no ABV with uh, PBR listed on the can. What is the ABV of the Tropicana over there? <laughs> oh, the ABV of the Tropicana? <laughs> yeah. Um, it is 110 calories per 8 fluid ounces. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the FL meant. Yes, 110. Uh, it is 9% total carbohydrates. Okay. 
Okay. It has 10% uh, vitamin D, 2.5 micrograms. Calcium is 350 micrograms, 25%. <laughs> I think you're going to read the Potassium is 450 milligrams of 10%. Vitamin C, 78 milligrams, 90% vitamin C. Getting drunk yeah. and fighting cold. Now that's ninety percent of your daily allotment. That's, that yeah, too. that's, that's based on a two thousand calorie diet. Yes. So, so now, without further ado, yes. does God know we tried. <laughs> <laughs> We've been avoiding it for the past two minutes. <laughs> I feel like five minutes, but anyway, get a crack open some freshness. Yeah, there it is. Oh. Yeah, and this just, is a pounder can, twenty four ounces. Yes. It's bigger I, than a pounder. I couldn't find. Oh, uh, that's plenty. A can smaller. Cheaper. Yeah. I was going for value. Oh, look at it pour. Look at that proper Head, pour. It's like, like uh, glass of foam. Yeah. I don't understand why Michelob's the king of champagne of beers. That looks like a fine. High <laughs> life is the champagne. Whatever beers. shitty beers the champagne it's is not shitty. That shitty. Oh, sure. You pour mine all nice and normal. Well, because that's going to take 20 minutes to settle. Obviously. You don't have that kind of time. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. Yeah, you're gonna me, be you're gonna be finished yours before mine. Let me settled. open the OJ for sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna splash mine. I mean, how what, how much is a splash? Because technically, a splash. <laughs> just well, like, it just looks like a science experiment gone yeah. wrong. It smells. It smells like OJ beer. <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> is gonna be. Murdery. Yeah, this is just. I can't believe you can't find a ABV. Is there alcohol in past blue ribbon? It's just not on the can. It's, well, probably, the it's, fuck? So, it's probably so piss poor low. Well, I'm going to taste it. it it's, I mean, I, I fogged them. It, it is clear when you pour the beer. Once you add the it, OJ, yeah, it's a very clear beer. Once you add the OJ, it looks like you have an infective urine. <laughs> yeah. You should from, probably go it get go, It goes from healthy to UTI. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, on that note, bottoms up, Grant. Here, thanks. <laughs> here we go, folks. This is this is the first. You know, again, I don't know when I've last had past blue ribbon. If this goes right through me, I'm going to consider it the Taco Bell drink. It's actually not bad. It, it's not horrible. You got to do this for the show. Take a picture for your thing. <laughs> uh, ABV is 4.74. No, so this is a drink while you're this doing is, construction. Yeah, yeah, pretty much how, <laughs> how it came to be invented. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's okay. It's, it's an easy outdoor type of gardening around the bushes drink. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a beer where you got, around the bushes. it's a beer where you got stuff to do all day, but you want to start drinking as soon as you wake up. Yes. So it's, a, lot left in there it's a breakfast beer. Oh, well. I'll finish it. I'm, like I said, I'm used to You're it. You're a glutton of punishment. There's no, there's hardly any alcohol. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying it's, it's, it's okay. Well, that was a splash. Yeah. I'm going with a healthy splash. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it does mix nice. I, yeah, I will give it that. Yeah, you got a nice little proper head there yeah, on your so beer. Let's be three. Don't forget your OJ in the picture there, boss. Oh, my God. You this need is going to be like the world. This will be the backdrop. This is going to be the artsy fartiest B3 ever. <laughs> Do you want me to put the wig on it? Yeah. <laughs> people, man, people are going to be like, what did you do? <sighs> Drank like. Well, I mean, like I said, it's okay. It's a, It's not horrible. 
That's, that's the photo of championship. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. I'll tell you what, it's worse. It's got to, I mean, it's, it's worse. worse. <laughs> it's got to taste better than Pepsi and milk. <laughs> let's find out. No, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be better than. Uh, Hold on, let me Eggnog. <laughs> eggnog and, and. Cat litter. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's better than eggnog. I hate eggnog. Oh, yeah? I'm not a fan well, of eggnog. Dude, the Christmas episodes, I'm going to be getting blasted. I know you are. It's, we're going to be eggnogging it. Yep. Oh, and Hobgoblin. So, yeah, so that they was... They kind of canceled themselves out. Yeah, it's not... Yeah, it's almost... It's almost flavorless. Yeah. I mean, I, I, at the end, you got a hint of OJ. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. Well, thanks, guys. That yeah, was that fun. Was that. Yeah. We tried something uh, we never thought we were trying, and... uh Won again. I can't think of... <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't think of a name for it, though. Pap's Orange Ribbon. Yes. <laughs> Tropicana Blue Ribbon. Oh, I like that better. <laughs> I like that better. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. OJ, it's not just for breakfast anymore. <laughs> Pass Blue PBR, Ribbon. PBR, it's not just for drunks. PBRO. PB, PBROJ. PBRO. PBROJ. PBROJ, yeah. It's like almost like ambrosia. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't say it. No, there's nothing witty to be said. Nope, I think we're done. Yep. Um, we're going to file off this episode. and mm-hmm. Folks, thank you for listening. Yes, uh, thank you. Well, again. Thank you again. Yep, Kara. Kara Nicole. Uh, AZ Power Girl. Yes. Check her out, folks. She's pretty cool. She's really awesome. And hopefully uh, she runs her politician again and this time wins. Yes. We need fun people in office. These old fucks got to go. Yeah. Down with old white people. <laughs> He's B3. He's great. Later. Take me down to the water. Drop my pride to free. Takes me Thank you.
saw before. 